Welcome, my name is Anna. And I'm Monica. And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up. To help us through this crazy journey we call life. So here we are hoping that we can be that for you. So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between, let's take a break together and just hang out. Follow along as we try to share why you were made for amor. So we just went on a walk and I could not keep up with the pregnant woman over here in front of me i was like <laughs> and she was like oh let me know if you need to slow down <laughs> i texted anna before she got to my house and i was like hey should i go on my walk now or should i wait for you and she was like i'll head over right now <laughs> yeah, i was like i'm down you know always good to get a little workout in <laughs> yesterday fernando was like i think we have to get back to the gym routine and i was like mm you can <laughs> you're like not for me i'll stick to walking yeah i mean that's good like not strenuous yeah and, and i heard it's really good yeah and you get your fresh air and you get to think about things and stuff yeah it's, it's nice it's nice because i sometimes on mondays i listen to crime junkie and then on thursdays i listen to our podcast so that every other day like i either just chill mm-hmm. like go on walk and enjoy the day or i'll listen to music it's like just nice to just chill you yeah know? but yeah how's your week been anna it has been good, you know, just working and trying to get into the swing of things without school being in the way, you know? Nice. It's probably uh, yeah. such a weight off your shoulder, huh? It is, but it's also like I haven't talked to anyone for as long as I've been in the semester. Got it. So it's just like trying to make plans and stuff and all that. But oh, what a hard life. No, it's super <laughs> awesome now that I get to make plans with people. That's nice. I felt like a hermit in my house. I miss those days. <laughs> it's crazy because yesterday was the graduations here in our hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we I know we've mentioned on the podcast before that we used to have a youth group. Uh-huh. And they were all like they ranged in age. Yeah. And this year was the last year where, like, my youngest kids graduated. Oh, my God. So, yes, yes, seeing everybody's pictures yesterday of them graduating, I was like, I cannot believe it. Because it means that if they were the youngest ones, they were either 8th graders or ninth graders in the youth group. Yeah. And they just graduated high school. Oh, those are literally your kids. I know. Oh. And so I just felt like it was like a proud mom moment, you know? Yeah. Today... We're going to talk about love languages. Yes. I'm actually very excited to talk about this because it's so cool. Like, it's such a cool topic to me. I know. It is because it's like the way that you receive and give love can be so different. And like, it's just like so cool that someone deciphered that, you know? Yeah. Like that, that clue of like, oh, ding, ding, ding. This is why this person doesn't feel loved, even though I'm loving them the way I like to be loved, you know? Yeah, and vice versa. Like, if you're not loving someone the way that you like to be loved, that doesn't mean that you don't love the person. It just means that the other person just accepts love differently. I think it's such an interesting topic. It's so Um, cool. But yeah, I'm going to introduce the different love languages. So they're quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gift giving slash gift receiving we took the quiz we did we we took the quiz right before we started to record anna tell us about your results oh my gosh i am so shocked because i've taken this test before or quiz whatever and i was completely different on like back in the day so right now my love languages are number one receiving gifts which like how shallow of me. 
<laughs> number two, words of affirmation, which like, how shallow of me. <laughs> <laughs> number three, acts of service. Okay, that one's okay. Uh, number four, quality time. And number five, physical touch. Which, which is crazy. Because back in the day, <laughs> my number one was physical touch. Like, it was, it was an ongoing joke that Monica and I had with each other. That every time we would see each other, we'd be like, physical touch. Because <laughs> I was so physical touch. I remember when Anna and I first met, um, we clicked right away. Like, we became friends right away. And, yeah, the ongoing joke was the physical touch because every time I'd see her, she'd, like, run to me and, like, wrap herself around me like a little, like, koala. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? Maybe it changed because of, like, my physical inability to do things anymore. Maybe. And, like... Oh, or I was going to say, I was going to say, or even maybe COVID because we're not really interacting with people. Yeah. But for me, it's been like three years of not interacting with people. True, true, true. So yes, they can change, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that is something that we were going to talk about that just because you were a certain love language when you were 15, it doesn't mean that you're going to be that same love language Mm -hmm. when you get older because obviously things change. You get married, you, you know, you meet new people, you're personality may even change because yeah. of certain circumstances in your case your car accident um but what, for me what are yours? Yeah, yeah so for me it was the first one mine hasn't changed mine's been the same uh, um for <laughs> my first one at least oh, okay. my first one is quality time that's why i want to walk with her <laughs> i just like said that really weird <laughs> quality time and then my second one's acts of service and then words of affirmation and then gift receiving and my last one's physical touch, which is crazy because I had told Anna that after I got married with Fernando, like after dating Fernando, I thought that physical touch was, physical touch has always been my last one, mm-hmm. but I thought that being married to him kind of like pushed that up because he's all about physical touch. So I thought, like I, I appreciate it now, mm-hmm. like I view it differently. So I thought it was going to be higher up there, but nope, it was last. Mm-hmm. Fernando and I have had conversations in the past about this where it's like we're talking about our love languages. Like it's not common, you know, but like occasionally when we when it comes up, we've talked about how he is super physical touch because he grew up in that setting and that environment of just like his parents showing that to him. And he thinks that that's because of that, it's a huge part of his life. Mm-hmm. And then we, I have mentioned to him that like, al contrario for me, like growing up, my parents showed me love in a different way, not Mm -hmm. so much physical touch, but that doesn't mean they don't love me. They Mm -hmm. just, it just means that they showed me love in a different way. Yeah. So since I was raised being loved or shown love in different way, like a different way than physical touch, I think it has a lot to do with that too, like how you're raised and how your parents treat you or how Mm -hmm. you're family treats you and what you appreciate also exactly so if you've like been deprived of certain things yeah then like sometimes that's how you receive love the most right because you've been deprived of it yeah and then vice versa sometimes it's like you're given that like in fernando's case you're given that and you appreciate that so you hold on to that exactly so it's just like crazy how these things work for me like just how fernando like he he appreciated because he received it i think quality time has always been on my top list of the list because for me like I appreciated my parents like I played soccer my whole life Mm -hmm. so like thinking back to that I'm just thinking about how like my parents literally took weekends and weekdays and times off time off work to take me to games and tournaments and Mm -hmm. practices and all this so like looking back I appreciate that time because I know that they could have been doing other things but Mm -hmm. they were there showing me love because they yeah they made that time for you exactly 
And so, yeah, that's just, uh, it's super cool. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think about, like, because we go through life and that's how we receive and give love, but we don't stop to think about it. And, like, we don't stop to think, oh, why do I feel like I'm not being loved or reciprocated the love that I'm giving or whatever? And, like, sometimes it's because we don't we don't know the other person's love language. Yeah, and people don't grow up thinking like, oh, this is my love language. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this way and I like to be loved this way. People, like, I think this was super new to me, the whole love languages. I yeah. probably learned this when I was like... 2017. Yeah. Yeah, because so- I remember that on our trip to Yosemite <laughs> with your husband, I was sitting next to him on our trip and he was reading that book. Yeah. In... 2017 Aww. it was like in March yeah I remember he had a little light because it was we left at like when it was still dark out yeah it was like 3 a.m or something and he had like the little book light to read his book Aww. in the dark I was like what you reading over there and then he's like oh it's this one and it was the five love languages I'm pretty sure it was in Spanish too I was no like, yeah oh. so it's funny because I was actually looking there's a book that we have that's um specifically on love languages mm-hmm. so we actually went to a theology of the body retreat i guess it was like a whole weekend where he was just talks about it mm-hmm. and he, that's where he got it and so that i had gotten a book for the five love five love languages there as well but i couldn't find it i wanted to kind of re, like read through it skim through it so that i can prepare for this episode mm-hmm. but i couldn't find it but mm-hmm. i found his oh in spanish and it's in spanish. yes i remembered correctly and it's cute because it's like specifically for men yeah so oh. i obviously didn't read it but yeah. that's just like for it men. has his, like, notes in there, I love money. Because <laughs> that's where it all went down. I like, know. that's where you guys kind of, I noticed that y'all were into each other. That's where I noticed. <laughs> yeah, and it was super cute because he had his little, like, bookmark. And, like, it's specifically for men. So Aww. it's just, like, I kind of read through it yesterday. But I was like, this is not for me because it's for mm-hmm. men, you know. But it just talks about how you can apply these love languages to your girlfriend, wife, whatever but from the guy's perspective, which mm-hmm. is also super cool to, yeah. to think about. And it's also, like, not only for romantic relationships, but also friendships. Yes. Like, just like me right now going on this walk with Monica, you know, like, I could have been like, oh, no, like, I'll just come later after your walk. Yeah. And it's like, but I wanted to spend that quality time with you because I know that that means something to you, right. you know? And I will tell you that I appreciated that because when I go mm-hmm. on my walks, it's like, yeah, it's cool. But, like, the fact that you came with me, I was like, oh, shoot, like, I'm excited. <laughs> Aww. You know, quality time for me basically means since that is my love, my first love language, it means literally spending time with me. If you're spending time with me, like as simple as going on that walk with me, mm-hmm. that was like I felt loved Aww. in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we could be doing nothing and I will feel loved like Fernando and I will sometimes literally be like in the living room. I'll be doing my own thing. He'll be doing his own thing. But we're together mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love that you're like i just want to feel that you're around me somewhere yeah. was quality time one of your high ones quality time was number four. Oh, okay so yeah. you don't like do you like spending time with people <laughs> i <laughs> i do like spending time with people as well i just don't think that it's on like a top priority I feel like I feel loved if I get a text or if I get, you know, like a Mm -hmm. phone call or like like you can text me, call me and all that stuff. Um, I mean, to an extent, not like (laughs) only do that and like always avoid hanging out with me. Back to how like it's not just about relationships, too. It's about like friendships Mm -hmm. or um, even like family relationships with relationships with family. Like for me right now, I just thought about this um, specific situation. 
Um, on Tuesdays, my dad doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so I usually go to lunch at my parents' house. And my dad is, he's very like introverted. He, his love language, I think, honestly, I think would be that too, just like quality time. Because I know that he appreciates when I'm over or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. But um, we were literally having a meal. My mom was on the phone outside and I was eating and my dad was on the table with me and I was eating so like we weren't really having a conversation but I felt super loved just having him like right there Aww. and it and goes probably felt super yeah loved having you there too. exactly especially because right now like since I'm not obviously living with them anymore like I just think moments like that are appreciated mm-hmm. and I feel loved and I'm mm-hmm. sure you know he probably does too yeah um other examples that um our quality time could be like I don't know like playing games or like having coffee with someone i know i love that's one of my top things like yeah. before being pregnant when i could drink more coffee like going to coffee shops and just talking about life you were always at a coffee <laughs> shop like if i didn't know where you were you were at a coffee shop <laughs> yeah coffee shops were my thing like i miss that you know because i would love going there and just like whether it be with fernando because he doesn't drink coffee so mm-hmm. but we would literally just go to like talk mm-hmm. or like a friend or whatever like that was my my love tank was full book clubs oh yeah when we, we had our book club oh, so you felt super loved yeah i love that like club. especially if it's something that we're all of like if it's a group of five for example and we're all reading the same book and we talk about the same thing like i think that's super cool to me mm-hmm. i love that Aww. so that's my number one love language um what was yours again anna mine is receiving gifts which like mm. <laughs> I didn't think that, but okay. I mean, I think I do because to me, it like shows that someone is thinking about you. It doesn't have to be like a laptop or like AirPods or something crazy. Like literally if someone brings me a rock and they're like, this rock (laughs) reminded me. me. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that rock. I love this gift. (laughs) And you keep it forever. Yes. (laughs) I have a memory box of things that I probably should just throw away oh. like you know steubenville the steubenville conferences yeah you know that ball that they throw around like yeah they throw around. I, I still have them have i still have them <laughs> yes from like 2012 2013 or something Dang. yeah so like i think that's why gift giving came up first for me because a lot of the questions is like does it mean more to you if someone shows you that they that they thought of you throughout the day by bringing you a gift yes that really shows me that like they're thinking of me or like they right. they like they love me you know so like again it doesn't even have to be something that you buy mm-hmm. but just like it's like the thought something that's yeah, thoughtful exactly and just because that's your number one love language it doesn't mean that like you know if someone's um gift giving or gift receiving mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're materialistic either like i think it's bigger it the bigger picture of this love language is to see the meaningful thought mm-hmm. or the thoughtfulness behind the gift mm-hmm. because i know that fernando likes that too um not so much gifts but it's like if i leave a note in his lunchbox or if i yeah. you know stuff mm-hmm. like that it's something that's so small but it's so meaningful yeah because that doesn't fall under acts of service or any of the other stuff so i feel like that's where that that category is and for me it's like not even about the gift it's about like the thought behind 
receiving something right like physical you know what i right. mean or like yeah. yeah i remember we um went to huatulco a couple years ago and fernando didn't go with us because his family went to cancun at the same time so mm-hmm. we were at two different places um but fabian fabian's a huge gift my fabian's my brother my youngest brother he's mm-hmm. a huge gift giver mm-hmm. and so he loves to whenever he has money like he loves to spend it on other people mm-hmm. he was buying little gifts for people for when he came back and so he literally found the smallest little like jar that had rocks in it and it said Watulco on it and it was like Aww. five pesos or uh-huh. something. And he was like, oh, do you think Fernando would love this? And so he, uh, Fabian ended up buying it for Fernando and he, Fernando like loved it because even though it's something so small, he sees the bigger picture. It's like mm-hmm. not that it's something like not that it's a gift but it's that it's something so small from someone that can barely buy anything Mm -hmm. and it's from a place that they visited which means that that person thought about him you know so i think if fernando was to take this because i think that would be one of his top yeah that just reminded me of you you actually bought me something on a trip you went on i don't remember where but it was a little notebook do you feel loved yes (laughs) i was like you thought of me yeah no yeah yeah. and for me this is my second to last love language Mm -hmm. so it goes back to what you were saying like it doesn't mean that i don't feel loved when i receive gifts Mm -hmm. but it's not like my top priority but i do appreciate when i receive gifts Mm -hmm. you know i actually had a co-worker that he's a huge gift giver he was in my training for my current job so Mm -hmm. my training was only three months and then after those three months um we kind of just went our separate ways to different different locations and he was very all about gift giving and seeing the way that he did that to others like it almost motivated me to be like that mm-hmm. because i remember how it felt when he would do like when he would buy balloons and cupcakes and all these things for our birthdays mm-hmm. like i just remember being so motivated to do the same thing for my friends mm-hmm. so it's like you know yeah it's so cool like when you see then that's the cool thing about knowing about these like love languages is remembering how that feels and like applying it to the future like encounters that you have with people you know yeah and like realizing too that if that made you feel loved when you received gifts like like imagine how other people feel too obviously if their love language is different it doesn't mean they're not going to appreciate it for example i'm not the best with words of affirmation but that doesn't mean i don't appreciate receiving words of affirmation Mm -hmm. i just don't know how to act when i receive it you know (laughs) no i feel you i when people tell me like, oh, girl, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, he, he, he. <laughs> I yeah, don't know how to respond. I know. I love hearing it. Like, yeah. I, especially from my husband. Like, I love hearing him tell me like, oh, he's proud of me. Oh, this. Oh, that. But I, with him, I, I know how to respond because mm-hmm. he's my husband. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, my gosh, thank you, you know? Yeah. And I feel loved. But it's like if a friend or a coworker or a supervisor or like anyone mm-hmm. else tells me they're I'm doing a good job or something positive i'm just like thanks (laughs) no dude that literally happened to me today because at work um i'm pretty new still like a month ish in two months maybe three dang maybe i'm not that new (laughs) i still feel very new um but the the office manager checks in with me and she's like how do you like it blah blah blah. and and then i'm like oh yeah i'm good and she's like well we love you and i'm like Uh, thank you i'm just like i don't like i don't know how to receive that you know which is also something that we should work on because receiving um compliments and stuff is part of um like just growth in general you know agreed but but yeah 
words of affirmation are pretty difficult for a lot of people. I think I always like circle it back to my family because like I just think about I try to connect my love languages with how I was raised because I just think that has a lot to do with how we love now and how we receive love. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up for me, like words of affirmation weren't, weren't the top weren't at the top in our family Mm -hmm. like it's always i'm sure a lot of like hispanic families can relate because communication is not that big in a lot of hispanic households Mm -hmm. and so words of affirmation are never like you know yeah i I think i see this like everywhere in in my family not my immediate family but Mm -hmm. like my extended family is like i can see the way that for example my uncle loves my cousins but to them it doesn't feel like he does because he doesn't say it right Right. he's not words of affirmation he's super acts of service the other day he went over to my house and uh, my cousin has acne and i was washing my face and he was like oh what are you using and he took a picture of what i was using because i used to have a lot of acne it comes and goes but that's besides the point (laughs) and i was telling him like oh i use this when my acne is really bad and i use this when it's like okay you know and he took pictures of it and i'm almost certain that he either went out to go buy that stuff or he at least told his son about it and like probably told him in like a grunt like like you know but that doesn't like the thought was there like he loved his son in that moment right and but i don't think they see it that way just because it doesn't come with words it comes with action so true because right now you explaining that story makes me think of my dad Mm -hmm. like my dad is not high on words of affirmation but i know that when he tells me stuff like that is because he loves me Mm -hmm. and he wants to show me love but because words of affirmation aren't like our go-to in our family, mm-hmm. I don't see it as such, even though I should see it as such because he wants the best for me, mm-hmm. you know? But it's so true. Like, I didn't start appreciating words of affirmation until I got married, mm-hmm. you know? Because Fernando is a huge communicator and like, whenever he sees something wrong or whenever we need to talk about certain things, he'll be that person that takes the first step and having Mm -hmm. that conversation you know so words are a huge part of our marriage because Mm -hmm. whenever there's a little disagreement or whenever there's anything like he's all about let's talk about it Mm -hmm. how does that make you feel like he's all about like let's talk 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 and so growing up in a household that wasn't words of affirmation that transitioned into words of affirmation with my husband Mm -hmm. it was a really hard transition because i wasn't used to that Mm -hmm. now i appreciate it because i can see where he's coming from but then i can also see what my parents where they were coming from yeah where they were coming from you know that just because they didn't tell me oh i love you every single day it didn't mean that they didn't love me it just meant that they showed it in different ways exactly yeah and it's important to note that like you know that relationship with your parents sometimes is is strained because we see our friends relationships with their parents and we're like well i can't be like that with my mom or with my dad right but like i encourage you that you're listening right now to like look at your relationship with your parents and really try to like search for where their love language is because i can almost assure you that you will find that if they're not if that they show you love in one of the five love languages you know like oh yeah like they it may not be the way that you would want or expect but 
I can almost assure you that you will find that your parents are loving you in whatever way they know how. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because they were also kids someday. And that might have affected the way they were loved by their parents might have affected the way that they know how to love. Mm-hmm. And so they the reason they love you the way they do is because of how they were raised. But that doesn't mean they don't love you. Yeah. It goes back to um, what you said. Like we can't compare ourselves to our parents because let's say we want our mom to say I love you or we want our mom to give us a hug, like a tight hug. But that's not her love language. Exactly. It doesn't mean she doesn't love us. It's just like maybe she'll spend a whole day with you and, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe and to she- you that's like, OK, I don't want to spend time with you. Yeah. But <laughs> to them, it's like they're trying to love you, you yeah. know. So loving someone just comes down to like, honestly, like paying be- attention, paying attention and like seeing what they love, seeing what you love. And if it it's not the same thing, not like canceling it out and mm-hmm. just saying oh i don't love you because you don't love me the way i want to be loved you know yeah it's about trying to figure out how i can make Compromise. that person love me or like vice versa you know like trying feel the love yeah yeah feel the love yeah but also going back to um acts of service um it's also something that i think a lot of hispanics is how they show their love because it doesn't require mm-hmm. speaking. It doesn't require, like, doing, like, hugging or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I feel like that's very um, – you're either very that way when you're Hispanic or you're very not that way yeah. when you're Hispanic. You speaking of that reminds me of just when you go to your grandma's house, how, like, lo primero que te ofrece is, like, oh, ya comiste, quieres exactly. comer, you know? Exactly. So, like, my grandma, I know, like, te saluda primero, and then the first thing is, like, let me show you love by giving you food type of thing, which yeah. is, love language is my my food. Or, Your- food, is my, <laughs> food is my love language. You got too excited. Mom You're, brain. You were thinking about your grandma's salsa, huh? Dude, that, yes. uh, let me tell you. Monica's grandma makes the bombest salsa yeah. ever. The other day we were eating some and it was super spicy, but we were over here like, <laughs> and like we were like dying, but it was so good. It just reminds me of like when you go to your grandma's house and then mm-hmm. even your mom's house. Like for me, like now that I'm not living with my parents, like whenever I go to my mom's house, she's always like, oh, quieres comer? Que te hago? Te hago un taco? Te hago una quesadilla? Like blah, 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 you know? So mm-hmm. I know that that's her way of showing me love um through that mm-hmm. yeah like like i mentioned my uncle earlier he like took a picture of that face wash and like to him i think he like that just shows how much he loves his son you know mm-hmm. because he could have just been like oh cool or like mm-hmm. oh whatever but no he had his son on his mind and he he remembers oh my son has like this problem that he's trying to fix whatever and like i'm seeing a solution here so right. i'm going to try to bring that to him right and like obviously the brain process isn't that but that's how he's loving you know and if you just like dissect it enough like you can find that people are loving you in so many different ways that you wouldn't even think i you know and it's crazy how like so acts of service is actually my second love language Mm -hmm. and like this is so accurate like the quiz that we took because like i get excited when we were speaking about um quality time i was super excited to talk about it Mm -hmm. and like right now i'm super excited to talk about acts of service because i i love acts of service like Mm -hmm. i love receiving acts of service you know it takes a little more thought for me to give it Mm -hmm. because i have to think about it Mm -hmm. you know but like receiving it like i absolutely love it um 
I've lived it like right now that I'm pregnant first trimester I was tired all the time Mm -hmm. so Fernando kind of like stepped in to do a little more around the apartment you know Mm -hmm. and so him like saying oh I'm gonna cook or him washing the dishes or him saying you're craving this let me go to the store type of thing you know like Mm -hmm. I loved that yeah (laughs) and like thinking about it makes me still loving it I know like thinking about it just makes me so excited today I was craving or I was craving sushi since yesterday mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to get any because we made dinner but then Fernando was like I'm gonna get you sushi and he brought sushi so I was just like uh <laughs> that's like borderline gift giving too because he thought yeah. he remembered you know but but you were hungry so it's acts of service yeah because exactly. you needed to eat exactly <laughs> so I just I love this one it makes me feel like we're a team mm-hmm um, it makes me feel like when I'm around my family, it makes me feel appreciated. So for me, I think um, after my car accident, it got a little higher on the list because when you can't do a lot of stuff, it's so like literally having a friend open a door for me was like, oh. thank you so much. You know, yeah. like that act of like them thinking, oh, this heavy, this door is heavy, you know, right. and like them opening the door. I would be like, oh, my gosh, thank the Lord, because opening a door was so painful. Right. And like, you know, so acts of service, I think, got higher on my list um, after my car accident, because before I was super independent, yeah. like I would literally just try to do everything myself. And like if anybody tried to help me, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm good. But, like, I right. think it's higher on my list now because of that life change, you yeah. know? And I love connecting this specific love language to our faith because it just kind of reminds me how, like, acts of service, we're called to be of service for others, you mm-hmm. know? We're called for, like, we, we're called to do that. And so whenever, in your case, like, when you couldn't move, like, you were someone that needed that help. So we are called to serve you. We're called to serve each other. Mm -hmm. And so I just think connecting it to our faith, it just kind of reminds me of how we as a community have to just, like, be there for people. Like, even though people may have different opinions, at the end of the day, we're still called to love each other as Mm -hmm. God loved us, which is how, like, I just... Loves yeah exactly and i just love these love languages just remind like it's just so cool to me yeah how like we can see it through this lens and it's crazy that like there's so many dimensions to it that like we're so complex and like god designed it that way so that like if you're uncomfortable doing it this way then there's this way we were made for love we were made for a (laughs) more we're like geeking out we're like (laughs) i know and which brings us to last but not least our um last love language which is physical touch physical touch (laughs) that used to be my number one it's crazy like i still can't believe that didn't even come up in your top four (laughs) i know literally the last one because yes if you're friends with anna you know that she hugs you but it's true though i've noticed that ever since your accident you're not as like huggy lovey dovey whatever yeah well i mean because it hurts yeah (laughs) so i just but i i also if you are my friend you know that when we walk i walk right next to you or if you're pregnant she touches your belly all the time (laughs) yes yes she does i do that's what i'm saying i forget to ask sometimes so sorry you're fine you're fine because you're my friend okay (laughs) it's funny because when i got um when i got pregnant when i how do you say that? 
when, when I, I found became, out when I found out I was pregnant all my little cousins would always they still play with my stomach when I told my cousins I was pregnant there you go <laughs> <laughs> they still play with my with my stomach they're like three four five Aww. years old but then I posted a story of them doing that and people messaged me right away saying oh like um, it gets so annoying when people try to touch your stomach and blah, 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 blah. And Fernando's friend who was actually like, yeah, if you think about it, this is some random, not some, some random because maybe it's family or a friend, you know, mm-hmm. but this is someone literally going up to you and touch, touching your stomach. If you were not pregnant, would that person still go up to you and touch your stomach? Yeah, but there's life in you, so it's. Different. I know, I know. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I was. I told him, but it's true that when he said it that way, he was like, "Yeah, I would never touch my sister-in-law's stomach because that's just weird. I would not touch her stomach if she wasn't pregnant. So why would I do it when she is pregnant? Because there's another human in there. That's why. Well, that's the way I see it. But. It's true. That's my mom said the same thing. I feel like if I ever got pregnant one day, if I ever get married one day um, and I got pregnant, I would like I would love for people to. Oh, I am physical touch. Yeah, I would yeah. love for people to touch my stomach. I'd be yeah. like, yes, go ahead. <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe I'll change my mind when I'm actually I know. pregnant. One day, I don't but, I don't mind it, to be honest. Yeah. But I've always been one to wear loose clothes, mm-hmm. like dresses or like loose shirts, loose tops. So like right now, people think that like my family, for example, not immediate family, because obviously they know how big I am. Not I'm not too big, but, you know, they know yeah. how big I am. And so when I go to like a comida at my grandma's house or whatever, like they don't even attempt to touch my stomach because mm-hmm. they think that my stomach is not big because I'm probably wearing something loose, like yeah. a dress. Uh-huh. But then if I was to wear like leggings with like a tank top or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think it just goes back to physical touch yeah <laughs> let's bring it back <laughs> but yeah so you are all about physical touch yeah apparently yeah well it's weird because you are but it didn't come up on your on yeah your top. i mean again because now i life has changed that but i think if if my car accident wouldn't have happened i think it would still be top like one right <laughs> so one like an example that i came across when i was like you know, looking up this topic was like an example for physical touches. If someone's sad or angry or whatever, like some, like someone just being there for that person, like giving them a shoulder to cry on, holding the hand, like they appreciate that. Is that mm-hmm. something that you appreciate? Um, I think so. Yeah. Cause I've, there's been times when like someone just puts their hand on my knee, on my, on my thigh, not in a weird way, but like just in like a solidarity kind of way. And I'm like, Oh, I feel peace. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because for me, I'm like the complete opposite. Yeah. But I, I think- but I'm kind of bad at like doing that for other people when they're upset. Like, I don't know wh- what How to, to do. Act, so yeah. I just kind of pat them. But like, you know, I think it's, you know, it's weird. <laughs> like, I'm just like, they're there. Uh, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. For me, a physical touch was 0% on the quiz. <laughs> but i'm one of those people that literally like if i'm crying or if i'm angry i just want to be by myself or i take it out by like stress eating or like eating Mm -hmm. or like going on walks or reading a book or listening to music if someone's with me like sometimes i'll be in a bad mood and like if fernando's around me i'm just like give me a couple minutes like don't even talk to me (laughs) like let me just like refocus like calm down and then we'll talk in 10 okay because like even like I, I don't know like for me it's just yeah no when i'm upset like angry mm-hmm. yeah don't even look at me like 
no. Yeah. But um, if I'm like sad, then it's like like a little pat on the knee or on the yeah whatever thigh yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, it also depends on the circumstance, but yeah, there have been times where I feel peace with people like patting me yeah for me it's like if that happens to me if i'm sad crying whatever and someone does that i'm just like if i kind of forget about the sadness and i kind of start overthinking the the hug or whatever yeah the hug or whatever so i'm like overthinking which makes me feel awkward which makes me think that i have to act a certain way Uh so it's just not a good situation oh (laughs) i mean i love giving it like i Sometimes it is awkward because, I, like you said, I don't know how to act in certain situations. But, mm-hmm. like, for example, with my husband, like, I, if we're just chilling watching a movie, like, I'll literally sometimes just extend my hand and, like, for him to, like, hold. And we're mm-hmm. holding hands for, like, a minute. <laughs> and I know that he appreciates that because he loves physical touch, you uh-huh. know? But it's just, like... Yeah. No, in a relationship, I'm very, like, physical touch. But not in, like, a, like, lustful way. It's right. more of, like, just having, like, if someone i'm in in a relationship with is next to me i'll have like my leg touching their leg or like (laughs) i don't know like it's not even conscious either it's just like how i'm most comfortable yeah with people with like the person that i'm with you know (laughs) i don't know i'm yeah yeah. that's funny it's interesting because the way i see love languages is almost like a gas tank you know like if you're driving your car like you obviously need a full tank to be driving Mm -hmm. a road trip or whatever and if you're low on gas like you have to stop for gas you know Mm -hmm. so it's like we love fully and completely when our love tank is full you know Mm -hmm. and if our love tank is uh, empty we're not gonna love or we're not gonna be able to live the same way as if our love tank was full. And so I think it's important to remember that if your significant other's love tank is empty, you kind of have to keep showing these ways of love so that love can be present and like, you know, Mm -hmm. like not even just significant other, just like family members too and friendships. Like if a friendship is lacking a type of love language or the love tank is low, like that friendship is obviously going to need some help, you know? Mm -hmm. So you're going to try to make that person feel loved so that that love tank can go to full. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing that I kind of brought up in my head is like, a car is still a car, even if it has gas or not, right? Like, a car will not run, but the electricity still works in it if the gas tank isn't full. So, like, as a person, like, you will still be, like, functioning and everything, but you won't be running. Like, you won't be energized. You won't be able to, like, just flow the way you're meant to, you know? Like, you're mm-hmm. meant to run on a road trip as a car, you know, like be able to run on a road trip. You're not meant to just sit in the driveway as a car, you know? Right. And like, that's what happens when you don't have gas in the tank is like, it's still a car. It still has everything that a car has, but it's just not able to run. And like, that's how it is when you're low on your, on your love is like, you're still, you know, going through the motions of life. You're still just like, but you're just empty. Your, your, your tank isn't, filled and you're not able to like enjoy things that you would usually enjoy and like exactly you know like your purpose is hard to fulfill when your love tank is low yeah that so was it, really it's good. important to keep that yeah because it goes back to our what we were saying it goes back to our 
freaking podcast thing. Like we're literally made, made for amor. We're for made amor. for love. We're made to show these things and we're made to receive these things. Everything that we talked about in this episode, like we're made to experience that because we're called to love and God loves us in every single way possible. God is love. Exactly. Like, if you like... Que mas quieren. <laughs> like it's crazy to think that like God, the definition of love is God. And like to put that into your head and to like, like the ultimate sacrifice mm -hmm. for us is like Jesus on the cross, exactly. you know, and that's love at its finest. Everything that Jesus went through for us, that's love. And like we're called to love, like sacrificial love, just like that. And it, for us, it's literally just like buying a gift for someone or like blah, blah. blah. It's not even being on a cross. I it's know. like it's literally like buying someone a gift or, you know, doing a service for them or, you know, so just try to remember that like you're called to just find the little simple things in life to help others fill their love tank up. Yeah, and I hope this episode really helps you to kind of, if you didn't know about love languages, I hope it kind of opens your mind to research it more because it is super interesting to see how... And we only scratch the surface. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I hope it's like something that you guys can go out and like research on your own. There's books about it. Um, there's some really good articles about it online too. Um, I just hope it motivates you guys to see and learn about the different love languages. That way you guys know how to go out into the world and like love the people around you mm -hmm. and know your, for yourself how you like to be loved. So that you can communicate that and like just live a more fulfilled life. Exactly. But yeah. So that's the end of the episode for today. But before we go, <laughs> Monica, how have you loved this week? I have loved this week by cooking a healthy dinner for my husband yesterday. I think we've been really bad with, like, cooking at home because we're always invited to, like, my mom will be like, oh, vengan a comer, voy a hacer enchiladas. Or mm -hmm. we have, uh, you know, like, just comidas that we get invited to all the time. And then usually they say um, there's food left over, so we'll take food left over that lasts us, like, two, three three days because it's only two of us yeah. so it's it's gotten to the point where like literally i probably will cook like once a week and so i've loved my husband this week by cooking for him because we've had a lot of comidas lately outside of our home <laughs> and it was actually super healthy and super good so he loved it Ooh, that's good yeah acts of service yes how have you loved this week i have loved my mother um by taking her to walmart and target i know to a lot of people it's like okay like you took her to walmart and target but this was something that i used to do all the time um back in like 2015 or something mm -hmm. um so backstory she had a um a tumor on her like skull a long time ago she had to get surgery for it um but her vision was like kind of affected just a little bit so she can't drive um it's just like her peripheral vision and so she can't drive so she's just like stuck at home all the time so when i take her out to like the store or something she's like she loves that and i don't do it often because i'm always busy so yeah this week i was like i was thinking actually this podcast has really helped me to like 
put more things put things more into perspective because i'm like how have i loved this week yeah and then i'm like how have i loved my mom or my dad this week and i'm like i really haven't done anything for them this week right so then i really like set aside that time and i was like okay i'm gonna go and take my mom to the store because i haven't done that in a long time and i know that she's gonna appreciate that because she she really loves quality time right um so that's how i loved my mom this week i took her to walmart that's sweet i love (laughs) that all right well thank you for sharing anna um thank you all for listening to this episode it was really fun for us to record because it really was i love this yeah i love just talking about the love languages it's super cool but yeah do you have anything else nope that's all from me and that's all from you yes make sure you guys follow us at made for amor on instagram or you can email us why do i always say ass you can email us (laughs) (laughs) um made for amor at gmail.com yes have a good week guys yes we shall see you here again next week do the whole stay tuned for the blooper oh stay tuned for the blooper (laughs) bye bye (laughs) oh my gosh i'm so tired we're so called Shoot. Oh no. Uh huh. <clears throat> Do you like saying hi to people? I. Like, um, <laughs> I. Very a lot. Right. Very a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I just like. I'm gonna make you physical touch. Let's try. Hello. Okay. Go ahead, Monica. Say something. Hi, Anna. <laughs> I think we're doing it. I think we're doing it too. I'm so excited. I'm audio three. I can barely hide Woo-hoo. it. We ain't gonna release a song. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um. Shout out to crime, crime junkie. We know you're listening. I <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs>